Hey, this is uh, Arturo from Hypernation, and you're listening to Witch Police Radio.
All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and today I'm here with Arthur, who is in the band Hypernation. That's right. And uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me. Thank you for having me as well. So just to, I mean, uh, a bit of background on how this happened, I kind of, I think I found your music on that, that reggae uh, Facebook page for Winnipeg. Okay. Uh, I think that's where I first heard it, and I really, I really dug what I heard, and, um, but I, I, I mean, outside of what I've heard online, I don't know too much about who you are, what you do, and that kind of thing. So um, I've heard, you know, some of the stuff from your new album in dub, which I, I really liked. And uh, I think maybe the best way to do it would be for you to just give some background on, on yourself and on the group, and then we can kind of go from there. Sure. So, yeah, so um, we are kind of a project that uh, has been in development for many years, but it sort of came finally together kind of more properly in 2006. Okay. Um, and it uh, definitely started more as a production recording project. Um, a couple of years ago, in 2013, we managed to have a... Um, number of live shows, okay. uh, which was definitely a great experience for us, uh, but lately we have kind of gone back to a bit of a more of a focusing on the, you know, recording, promotion, that yeah. sort of stuff, less, less the live aspect. Okay. Um, so in terms of uh, um, how the project runs, um, I mean it started as a kind of a collaboration between myself and another DJ. Uh, or DJ, um, DJ uh, whose name is Paul Sushka, uh, like his DJ name was the, um, DJ Max um, in 2006, and then uh, we had other people sort of come, and some people went, uh, so it's sort of a, you know, it's a bit of a revolving door yeah, yeah. kind of a project, which which is exciting, a lot of fun for, for me and, and for, I hope, for the people that uh, I work with. Okay, okay. So, I mean, like, when I, when I heard it, obviously, you know, being a reggae, or people who listen to the show know, know how much I love reggae, and that was kind of what drew me into it, but, I mean, obviously, the, listening to some of your other tracks uh, that are online, there's a lot more to what you're doing than, than just a dub element, um, and uh, like I was saying before we started recording to you, uh, electronic music in general, I think, is kind of a blind spot for the show. I mean, we cover a lot of different genres, but there hasn't really been a lot, so that's, uh, I'm kind of excited to talk to you about that. I mean, how do you define the type of music that, that you do make? Yeah, it's hard to define. Um, I mean, again, uh, we talked a little bit briefly previously, so just to repeat it. Um, I mean, I myself have uh, come also a little bit more from a, a punk, rock, uh, uh, reggae kind of kind of field yeah. in terms of my taste and, and what I like to listen to specifically, and uh, you know, partially because of uh, you know the people that I kind of hang out with and. Uh, and uh, the scene that I'm kind of uh, in uh, in touch with over here, um, the the music definitely incorporated a lot more various genres, I guess, yeah. of, of electronic music, which which is exciting. You know, it's sort of merging few worlds in a, in a number of uh, kind of different ways. Cool. Okay. And there's like a obviously a production element and a live band element as well. Yes. So um, so it definitely started off more as a production. Uh, element or, or production project nevertheless I think from the beginning when I was sort of approaching it I did approach it as a as a band meaning okay. you know wanted to provide kind of a song with the with the chords and and uh, you know um, lyrics um, whereas it seems to me at least that a lot of the you know uh, DJs producers when they approach a track you know, they start with a beat with a loop right. And they right. sort of go from from there, right? So, so I think uh, it, it sort of became a 
hybrid in some ways from the beginning. Okay. And definitely, you know, we did kind of keep on using the beat instead of the drums, you know, the classic kind of live, um, uh, you know, drum sound. Uh, the beat definitely is easier to, to produce, probably it's hard to record it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and also in terms of uh, being able to, uh, you know, show the stuff in a, in a live setting, it's also easier to, to bring uh, some, some DJ equipment and, and yeah. then, then bring a whole, whole drum set, right? Well, especially if so, you have lots of effects in the drums anyway, right? That's, that's right, some, um, that's right. Extra level of complicated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in reggae sound, I mean, uh, you know, you, you use uh, the description of a sound system, and, yeah. and I think that's sort of what we've been trying to do. Okay. Nevertheless, you know, uh, there is a few times where we played live with like six-piece kind of, kind of a band. Oh, cool. Um, with the guitar, two guitars at one point, bass, uh, the, the the vocals, uh, so so yeah, so definitely keyboards, yeah, yeah so, so it definitely kind of yeah. became a bigger bigger kind of enterprise. Cool, okay. And then the new record in dub, um, it, that just came out a few weeks ago, I guess, right? That's it? right. Yeah. And what can you tell me about the album? Like it's. Uh, huh. So it's obviously dub, maybe I'll, maybe I'll kind of go back a little sure, bit in sure. the story. So when I said that I'm kind of in kind of influenced by by. Uh, reggae and, and punk rock music. I mean, I come from Poland myself, yeah. and and I came to to Canada in two thousand. Sorry, two thousand in nineteen eighty nine. Okay, Winnipeg nineteen ninety, and um, I definitely sort of continued keeping in touch with the with the rock scene, kind of in in Poland. And um, you know what's interesting is that probably a little bit uh, some to, to what you're sort of describing. In Poland, the the the, rock, the reggae scene is definitely much more connected with um, with the punk, yeah, punk yeah. music, right? That's how it sort of uh, seems to sort of um, kind of be transmitted into Europe, I guess, right? Yeah. Was well, the whole rebel music sort of thing? All that's combined, right? yeah, yeah. That's right. So um, so most of those uh, early bands in, in Poland that played reggae, they were punk bands, right? Mm -hmm. Um, nevertheless, I mean, eventually the punk band started playing reggae and they kind of just kept on playing reggae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's interesting is um, in Poland, the, the reggae music has really kind of come to fruition. It's sort of really blossomed and, and lately um, reggae music is sort of probably more popular or, or just as popular as punk rock. It's sort of a whole genre in itself. Yeah. Whereas in Canada, I mean, it does exist, but it seems to be much, much more of a... Um, you know, so either splinter genre yeah, or, yeah, or uh, kind of much more quiet. Yeah. So, um, so I just need to explain that because one of the artists that we work with, um, his name is Mariusz Warzyniak, but he um, his stage name is Macaron. Um, he lives in Montreal, um, yeah. and he played in one of these bands from Poland. There's sort of a few bands that we definitely kind of use as a as a blueprint a little bit and and. Uh, as an influence, and he comes from a band called Gedeon Jerubal from Poland, okay. and uh, hopefully we can play a little bit of music from, sure, from yeah, the, those yeah, guys. Yeah. And um, he, um, um, so he agreed to uh, remix one of our tracks at one point. It okay. was in 2010, 11 at that, at that around that time. And what happened is we eventually got him to collaborate with us further, and he continued sort of. Uh, Kind of mixing, remixing our tracks, yeah. um, and I really enjoyed working with them. And uh, we uh, eventually released one uh, CD that um, he um, sort of mixed, and and, uh, and it was sort of much more kind of our sound, and with him just mixing the the different instruments together, right? Yeah. 
but he also sort of played around with the sound and then he came up with a few dub versions of the tracks. Okay, okay. Um, I sort of felt that it was hard for me to sort of add those tracks to the original CD, which was right. uh, Free West. Uh, which released in 2012. And it just didn't fit the tone of it or something? Or? Um, it, it didn't fit... I mean, it would, it would be too much, you know. I, I, we had a few different sort of sounds on that CD as well, and I thought that, you know, adding these sort of very Macaron-like uh, right, dub tracks right. to it would just sort of take the sound away from something else that we were sort of trying to focus on okay, at the time. Okay. But we had a few of these tracks left, um, left uh, you know, with us, and then we continued working with the Macaron further, uh, which added a few new, new, you know, sort of songs. Um, so eventually, we had enough to feel that hey, we can put up another album that's more kind of pure in terms of the dub sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a few um, dubstep tracks as well. Dubstep, dubstep apparently is dead by now, but <laughs> you know, we had a few tracks. It was some new kind of sound, and uh, we had that. Um, um, we did. We did uh, sort of play around with it as well, and, and we added it to this album as well. So, um, yeah, so that's where cool. that came from. And is the album, is it only available online, or do you have physical copies as well? People we do know? have uh, physical copies, and I have one for you, of Perfect. course. Perfect, okay, okay. Great. Um, so people haven't heard the show before. The way this works is, you know, obviously we talk to people about their music, but we also play a lot of songs uh, throughout the show, and uh, we base those songs on a randomly generated theme word. So every week, you know, we punch a button on the computer, shoots a word out at us and that kind of dictates the flow of the songs we pick. So this week we got youth, which is a pretty good theme. I mean, it's, it is a random word. Sometimes the words are crazy and it's hard to think of songs, but I don't know how you felt about that, that word, but uh, I thought of a lot of songs right away that had that I could associate with the word youth. Did you have any... Uh... You know, I was sort of uh, approaching this um, sort of a little bit differently because I definitely wanted to play some of the music that influenced of course, of course, uh, yeah. us or me. And uh, and uh, I kind of had to uh, instead of sort of thinking which songs do I know that yeah. fit with the yeah. word youth, I was sort of trying to sort of think about how can I you know twist the word youth yeah, in yeah, order yeah. to well, there's no allow me to <laughs> as long as you can explain it doesn't matter what the explanation oh, is. There so. you go yeah. for sure. So, so did you want to pick something first to start us off here? Yeah. So um, in terms of we we're just talking a little bit about the band Yudora uh, Jaruba. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So I do have a track uh, by those guys. Um, the track is in Polish, unfortunately, Sorry. but it's talking about, I mean, the title of the song is Noah's Children. Okay. So uh, it's, the theme is that, you know, we're all Noah's children. It's a reggae track, um, definitely kind of a universal theme. So hopefully you enjoy it. Sure, let's check it out. Każde ziarenko samotnym 
burzy Kiedy zbliża się sztorm Yes, I 
All right, we're back. Uh, you're gonna have to tell me the name of the band again. <laughs> I think I can pronounce. It's called Gideon Zerubbabel. I think it's a character from the Bible. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, uh, it's like I've heard a lot of reggae from different countries, and it all has its own kind of uniqueness to it. I mean, it's all obviously. The thing is, with everything, you hear jazz from different countries, you hear rock from different countries. There's kind of unique sounds to it. But yeah, it's neat, it's neat to hear something in a language I don't understand, and like hearing that they're taking influence from stuff that I, I probably the same stuff that I listen to. But just putting their own their own spin on it. Is there kind of a uniquely Polish reggae sound? Is there something that stands out as, as the, the you know stands out as being Polish in, in the reggae over there? Well, I think the especially with the you know eighties bands, definitely that punk rock yeah. sound stands out. And I think what's unique about it is that whereas you know the punk bands uh, you know from from England, especially because I yeah, yeah. I, I think those are the kind of that come to mind. I mean, other than I suppose you know the bad brains that are kind of a. Uh, I'm actually yeah. gonna play a bad brain song later. A little, a Perfect. That's totally fits. Yeah. So, you know, if I yeah, if I would kind of go that way, then I'd probably yeah. pick something from from the as well. And actually, yeah, the bad brains definitely influence some of this this sound as I can, well I can to see some it. extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so um, so other than maybe bad brains being an exception a little bit, um, it seemed that most of the. Uh, you know, English uh, bands, you know, they kind of fiddled with the reggae. They, they kind did, of did yeah. it sort of well, fully Clash is a good it. example of it, right? They did like right. three or four reggae songs. And, yeah. One English band that comes to mind that, that kind of was a little more kind of uh, eventually into it and kind of kept that sound would be um, uh, UB40. Yeah, right? Amazing, yeah. Great band, yeah. Which is, which is a cool band, except I feel that they kind of lost their punk sound they eventually. They did. They right? got really soft and easy listening almost kind of, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas the Polish band, I do think that they kept that, that punk... Uh, kind of the kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the style and the, you know, yeah. yeah. So so uh, so I suppose that makes it a little bit, uh, you know, for me it's at least very important in terms of the Polish record, yeah, right? Yeah. That, that punk aesthetic kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it's interesting you mentioned UB42 because they... Um, their first couple of records are a lot more, a lot harder in terms of content too. I mean, it's very political and very, I mean, as aggressive as they ever got. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> are actually my favorite. The best ones, yeah. Ones, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, I mean, is this, is, is there a lot of political content to Polish reggae? I mean, for sure. Came, and, and actually, the, the thing that sort of is very important for me is uh, that, you know, in the Poland in the 80s, where yeah. it was still a sort of communist times, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you sort of uh, definitely had that. Uh, feel of kind of going up against the state, right? And and um, you know, even though I suppose some of these bands were allowed to play, and there was a little bit of a, you know government sort of saying that hey, we'll let you guys play so that you can get people's attention from you know the streets onto you know the concerts, I guess. But uh, you know, some of the lyrics on these tracks are very much against uh, the government, and um, you know, actually like. The band that sort of preceded the other band that I'm going to talk about a little bit that I really kind of grew up on is called Israel, and um, a band that um, initially started up as a as a punk band and then eventually grew to or mutated to become a reggae band, which was Israel. So the original band was called Brigada Crisis or kind of Crisis Brigade, okay. and they recorded their um, that album, the the only album initially that they released, uh, which is kind of the the you know self-titled Black album. Uh, during the martial law in Poland, so like mm -hmm. right in the midst of that, we actually got in a very professional studio somehow. Somebody seemed to have kind of made a mistake, and uh, <laughs> they recorded one of the most yeah. you know against the government kind of um, albums of the time. So, 
So yeah, so definitely there is that, that element to it. Do you yeah. think that element to it is why reggae has succeeded internationally? Because there's people struggling in like you know every corner of the world. Someone, some group of people is, is dealing with you know oppression, poverty, uh, these kind of struggles that, I mean, the original Jamaican reggae is pretty heavy themes. Yeah, very, very possible. Um, um, you know, especially in Poland, I think that's what made it, uh, you know, sort of yeah. very popular um, initially and then eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, very, very much so. I mean, I think there's a other spiritual element to reggae music. Oh, which, definitely, yeah. Which is also quite important and, and, uh, and interesting. And I think a lot of people um, sort of pick up on and, and enjoy and, and appreciate. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've I actually speaking of the spiritual elements. I've seen a lot of uh, just on YouTube and stuff. I've seen videos of uh, reggae artists from you know whatever country they're from, all over the place. And it's interesting. I mean, I, I don't usually understand the language of whatever country this is that these guys are from. But I mean, they're completely decked out head to toe in the Rasta stuff. They got you know the, the waist length reds and all of their red, gold, and green everything, and they're just like really aggressively promoting the Rasta thing and you would never expect someone from you know Estonia or wherever it is like to do that it's, it's a weird so I mean is that is that a big part of it or is it um, definitely I, I believe it is um, I mean the, obviously it's you know it depends who you talk to and it yeah. depends uh, what the person sort of uh, how much they they embrace that sort of a thing but uh, yeah definitely I think it's uh, it's huge and a lot of people that uh, you know come in touch with the with the Reggae music, some of the themes that are kind of, uh, um, you know, come across in the music, um, you know, they they slowly embrace the yeah. spirituality of it as well. That is definitely a meaningful, uh, you know, aspect to it. Um, there is another band that's related to uh, to the to the whole Israel kind of, uh, you know, uh, you know, the splinter of band that. That started playing more, you know, pure kind of Christian, okay. Christian music, okay. and they had a lot of, uh, you know, the the Rasta reggae kind of uh, songs influence on there as well, which yes. is kind of interesting because they kind of managed to to have almost kind of combine some of the Christian themes and uh, add to it some of the, you know, Rasta kind of. Um, envelope around it which sounds great and it's definitely very meaningful right and there's so, a lot of connection between those two anyway i mean they honestly for yeah. sure for sure so so it's uh, you know it's sort of interesting because the rasta you know if you actually listen to the lyrics and, and embrace that spirituality aspect you almost it allows you to fully understand the christian faith almost you know right, or right. probably uh, many other faiths right they're so, all interconnected that's yeah, right yeah. that's yeah. right um so yeah no definitely very very meaningful yeah cool um i'm gonna go to another song here and like we mentioned before Bad Brains is one of the first things that came up when I thought of youth and they have a song called The Youth Are Getting Restless oh, there you go. which is one of their reggae songs and I mean I always found that Bad Brains uh, when they play reggae it is very distinctly Bad Brains doing it I mean they don't sound like anyone else it still sounds like that. the guitar tone it, even the guitar tone individually is so specifically Bad Brains to me anyway and I saw that, I've seen them live and they played um, in the middle of their show they did a reggae set and like most of the crowd kind of backed away from the stage during that part. I was right there. That was my favorite part of the whole show. I was like right in front, and they played uh, like you know everything from their you know they do one or two songs per album, right? Reggae songs. They just like did hammer those out all in a row. It was amazing. That'll be me. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the youth are getting restless. Uh, pretty good song and fits the theme.
Eight-year-old boy just dropped out of school. Said he's tired of being a fool. The youth are getting restless. The youth are getting restless. Eighteen-year-old man jumps just dropped off the bridge. They said he committed suicide, and you know what he did? He said he was restless. The youth are getting restless. 277 victims in Soweto, South Africa, all under the ages of 16. The youth are getting restless. The youth are getting restless. Come on, the youth are getting restless. Let's hear it. Yes, Rastafari, give thanks. How you feel? We're back, that was Youth Are Getting Restless by Bad Brains, and yeah, I mean, it's that's one of my favorite songs about them, I think. I really, I really like what they do with reggae because it's very distinct, and I mean, I love the hardcore stuff too, obviously, but just a, just a cool band all around. I agree. No, perfect song and great band for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was looking at your CDs here, and uh, so are these self-released? I mean, is Hyper Records is that your own label? Or it is, yes. And is it just just the one band on there, or do you actually have other other artists that you? Release? We have one other artist. Okay. Uh, yeah, his name is Julian Berger, and uh, we did do some uh, uh, kind of collaborative work as well. So there's probably going to be another CD that will come out and. Either this year or early next year. Okay. But yeah, so there's one other project that we sort of. What uh, what kind of style is, is his stuff? Is it similar? Dark, dark music, yeah. Cool. Cool. And is this? Uh, I mean, where do where does this get distributed? Is it, is it is it? Do you send it back to Poland as well, or I mean, is it uh, just a Canadian thing, or? So um, we have it on Amazon, and I definitely. Right. So in uh, in the pool is uh, sort of a, a label, a kind of a, a company that. 
does allow us to have some distribution around the world, which, okay. which we, we kind of uh, use. And then definitely they help us uh, get connected with Amazon, iTunes. So, yeah. so, I mean, in terms of the online distribution, we definitely have worldwide we'll go distribution. Go anywhere, yeah, because right? it's online, right? Yeah. Uh, but um, in terms of uh, the Polish stuff, yeah, we did, we did work with uh, a few some distributors overseas. It's mostly, again, independent sort of stuff, right? Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, we do have some distribution cool. over there as well. Do you have a good response from, from people over there? I mean, I notice a lot of the song titles are Polish, so I imagine, you know, it's uh, an easy connection for them to make when they're looking up music online. I mean, uh, yeah, we, we do have interest. Yeah. Uh, we uh, actually humbly are kind of uh, um, say that what was impressive for us, one of our kind of career highlights, I guess, is uh, this other album, which is called One Consciousness okay. by Julian Berger. Um, we got nominated with that album as a debut of the year by oh, wow. uh, like the main reggae uh, newspaper or newspaper uh, kind of magazine in Poland, oh, wow, that's uh, which is called yeah. Free Colors, which which was you know very cool really for us. So 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 we definitely. I mean, people are hearing about us. Uh, yeah. You know, in terms of the the commercial stuff, maybe not so much yet, but right. um, hey, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, and it's always a hard sell too. I mean, reggae, you know, despite it being popular all over the world, it's not as popular. I mean, you're not playing like, you know, pop rock or something, you know, it's, it's, it's a niche genre, right? So you're, you're right, right, for but, sure. No, that's cool. It's, it's really cool. So uh, is this, uh, I mean, these are actually pro looking CD. The, the, reason, the reason I'm asking about, you know, whether it's, a, it's your own label is because on this show we have all different kinds of music. We've got a lot of punk bands, a lot of band people doing things really, really DIY where they're, you know, making tapes that they photocopy still and <laughs> all of that. I mean, is this. Uh, how much, how much work is it actually uh, into getting these done? Because they look really pro. I mean, it looks like a legitimate thing you buy in the store. I mean, uh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I do uh, I do put a lot of attention into, or we put a lot of attention into into kind of um, making the, the real thing. And and you know, I come from a world of um, you know other than obviously the the, the you know punk aesthetic. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy uh, um, the kind of classic rock stuff, Pink Floyd. You know, okay. some of the 70s sort of uh, progressive bands, right? Yeah. And, and definitely for me, it was important to hold that. Uh, I mean, I grew up on CDs, unfortunately, it wasn't that much of the vinyl, right? But, yeah. but uh, same thing for the vinyl, obviously. You know, when you hold that LP with the, with the graphic art, definitely. and, and, and you know, to me, the album is the finished product. It's not about the individual songs, yeah. it's more the album, finally, right? Well, and that's a question that comes up a lot, I think, uh, on this show, too, with, with bands, because some people aren't even bothering with albums anymore. They're just going strictly digital. Some people are going, strictly analog and they're you know they're only releasing on vinyl or they're only releasing you know a, a tape or something so i mean it's it almost seems like it's hard to tell in this day and age what to do because you probably have a ton of people who listen to this who only want you know an ipod and they don't they don't want the physical thing and then you have people who want to actually pick up and hold the, pro the product and right so so the the approach i take to it i mean i i'm very i feel like i'm um uh, very um what's the word here um I approach this with my heart, right? Yeah. So um, I love the music. I, I love this, uh, you know, theme of uh, uh, kind of um, merging the different genres, different cultures. Um, you know, I do, do want some of these bands from overseas to be heard over here. Yeah. And um, so, so I'm kind of more minded in terms of, you know, hoping that people will listen to our stuff, right? So I mean, I think what we rely on specifically um, for at this point is actually just basic SoundCloud downloads yeah. on there and uh, you know 
you like our stuff, download it, listen to it, share. We we will love you, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, at the same time, I mean, I, you know, the approach I wanted to take too is, you know, hey, if you like this stuff, then you know, you'll hopefully enjoy a CD that has nice artwork, that is well mastered, that all the you know uh, uh, songs are well balanced, yeah. and, and you know, you can reach for that. At the same time, it costs money to to produce a, a CD like that. Right? So, so, I mean, we're hoping to have a little bit of a return on what we put into it. And sure. uh, so we kind of treat it as a bonus, not necessarily the main distribution right. uh, site. I mean, we, in terms of distribution right now, it's probably the, you know, the usual the SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And, you know, iTunes. Hey, you Definitely, know, yeah, yeah. Stuff, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. And is, there, is everyone on the... Are all the other members of the band, are they Polish as well? Or, I mean, uh, are they, you know, different backgrounds? Or Yeah, so... Uh, Originally, we kind of uh, have mostly worked with the Polish-Canadian kind of uh, crowd, and that's what Hyperation seems to revolve around mostly. Um, we started working with some people overseas, again, from right. Holland specifically, and we started working also with a few guys locally that are not Polish-Canadians, uh, particularly Pukona. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with no, him. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know him personally, but I know he is. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. Very great guy. Uh, definitely very, um, um, you know, high energy. Yeah. Kind of does a lot of stuff, which is great. Um, heard his stuff, how he worked with the uh, seed organization and yeah, uh, yeah, Phantom sure. Sound System. Yeah. And uh, Phantoms, I guess, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, enjoyed what he did. Uh, so, yeah, he does some stuff with us as well. And actually, he does uh, feature on one of the songs on this CD, uh, Satellite, um, which is which is great, a great track. Um, but it's sort of interesting because, you know, between um, uh, Tai Taipu or Pukona and some of the guys from Poland, we seem to have kind of developed a side project now, which okay. we probably will call as a Rastafari. Well, not sure yet, but that's the plan f for now. And it's sort of neat that, you know, kind of, you know, purely Polish guys from Poland yeah. and yeah. kind of um, guys outside of our little circle here, we seem to have another project going, which is kind of neat. It's really cool, yeah. Do you want to listen to that song? Because that, that might be a good one to throw to you. Yeah? Sounds good. Go. Let's give it a listen. Let's check it's out a little more of a, a dubstepy track. So, okay. hey, let's go for it. Let's give it a listen. Bobbing out and trapping on a dread is how we step in. Excel phonetics, elevate kinetics, and then swell the radix. Serato and MCs and Verado with them keys. Got sound for the throw down, better watching the DBs. Breaking on red line, but over that dread shine. Go shocker with Joe Spider, be a lock from head grind. Muscles and go muscles, hustle with the shuffle, the step. More bit of scuttle, the rebuttal, just be shuttle the F. Vibes, material, this kind of equilibrium. It makes you spread in all direction. It ain't in words, so they don't talk. Do ask, we were born in them costumes that we born. Welcome to the air, right? We all got a like on the loud broadcast, doing it at last. Y'all, I make a blast the sound wave of frequency. Free of yourself and achieve your potency. From shuttle to focus, on shit, they gon' choke us. We vibe, you the vibe through with the one focus. We them cast by the dance and the dance hall, fitting it together so that we can mash y'all. Welcome to 
Satellite that was featuring Pacona. That's right. Yeah, I liked it. It was cool. Um, how did you, how did you meet up with him? Was that just from doing shows locally, or? Yeah, I think I don't know if you know about Meme Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that, and then I think I saw him live at the Connect Festival. Uh, okay. Which was I don't know if you know about that festival. It's mm -hmm. in Regina. Okay. Um, Costa Muzda is like an electronic dance music festival. Apparently, it's the longest running electronic oh, really? music uh, festival. It's kind of neat. That is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so he was. Uh, Doing some uh, MCing okay. over there and yeah. connected, so cool. cool. Yeah, so it definitely works. I mean, his voice worked with works with that track. Uh, I think it's interesting. Like, I mean, I, I, again, I don't, I don't know him personally, but I kind of have a, a general idea of that sort of scene, and it's very separate from the 
the roots reggae scene in Winnipeg as it is, which isn't very huge or anything, but I mean, there's that whole electronic thing, people doing like jungle and raga jungle and, and doing, uh, you know, a lot of uh, drum and bass stuff. And I mean, that's something that I always see posters for. <laughs> and I just never actually get out to see it. But I mean, is that sort of the scene that you're more involved in? rather than That's the, right. Uh, yeah. And, and, and what attracts me to that scene is that in some ways, um, no, obviously, obviously the sound is a little bit different, but in terms of that aesthetic, yeah. you know, that do-it-yourself kind of stuff, the different genres within it, you know, how people meet, you know, it definitely has that connection with the with the punk rock kind of the, yeah, culture, sure. the right? DIYness of it all. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so yeah, yes, that's that's correct. Okay. So, I mean, when you you were talking about some shows you played at, with the full band and everything earlier, I mean, is that uh, when it comes to actually writing the, the material, is it, is it mostly uh, just like a kind of sit in front of a computer thing, or is it get together as a group thing, or how, how does that how is that determined? Yeah, it's probably a little complicated. Um, well, I think usually it starts off the way we do it. Is um, yeah, it depends who does it, right? Okay. Uh, I know that when I approach this stuff, I usually do try to put a few chords together. Yeah. and uh, a little bit of a lyric and then kind of approach a computer um, initially I do pick up a guitar actually and try to sort okay. of figure something out that way uh, you know when some of my, my DJ friends um, kind of start working on a track yeah they put a few beats together right. um, you know I we are working very closely with um, with Jacek Benchik right now um, kind of a good friend of mine uh, since you know beginning of the, of the 90s okay who uh, definitely is much more into blues, blues rock kind sure, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, actually records a few guitar, um, you know, actually like melody lines or whatever, right? On, yeah. And puts them on, on Cubase, um, like one of the, you know, software, yeah, yeah. recording software. And um, yeah, so different people do it differently, right? So Did you have, uh, I mean, were you doing any of this stuff before you came to Canada? Or is this a, more of a recent thing? Or? Well, myself? Yeah, were you playing music in Blackpool? Yeah, well, I was ten when I left. Okay, and so I you was probably were, yeah, twelve yeah, 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 when yeah. I got here. Uh, yeah, so not really. I probably well, hey, my interest in music probably right. started. Were you, were you already into reggae then? Or um, yeah, my father had probably a tape that yeah, yeah. sort of for me the holy grail of uh, yeah, you know, yeah, reggae in some yeah, ways. Yeah. I still hold it as the best album ever. Yeah. Period. What was the album? It's called um, the album is called. Um, Nabi Fire, which means, uh, oh man, um, something with the pipe. So how, what do you do with the pipe when you put the um, um, nicotine into it? You, whatever. Oh, those are words. The process of putting the nicotine into the pipe, right? To me, I always had a peace pipe kind of a feel right, to it, right? right, right, right. Probably, Probably you know, as I get older, I kind of uh, figure that it has a different yeah. meaning to it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's the album. It's like an '85 album by a band called Israel. Okay, okay. And it's, yeah, one of my favorite bands all around, as you probably heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting that you, that you say that because I can relate. Not not to that band particularly, but I mean, you know, my dad's from England, so he brought a lot of reggae with him when he came here as well. And you know, I listened to all kinds of stuff when I was a kid, and then I remember kind of discovering some of his reggae albums, and it just being like, you know, this is exactly I mean, same everything, thing. Everything yes. makes sense, right? Yeah, it's yes. like, yeah so. It's kind of neat how you know we're getting it from overseas in some ways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it would seem that you know it'd be easier to just get it you know direct yeah. from Jamaica yeah, or here yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a lot closer to Jamaica. It seems well, that's like right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing with reggae too. It's so it's so universal now. I mean, it wasn't obviously when it started out, but it's uh, 
it's crazy how universal it is for such a small country. I mean, it's a tiny island, right? Right. And like, basically, folk music from that tiny island has become like, this massive. Yeah, and, and what I'm amazed by is, uh, you know, that it's not only reggae. In some way, in some ways, you know, it seems like those guys seem to not only have started one genre that kind of exploded, but yeah. they started, you know, ten different genres that definitely, exploded. Definitely, yeah, because I mean, hip hop comes from reggae. You trail to trace it back. Right. I mean, dance we got also, reggae, uh, dancehall, yeah. ska. Yeah. And you know you got dub, right? Yep, it's exactly. kind of almost as a separate uh, genre. It is, yeah. Uh, and then all those electronic raga, dancehall, like you yep. said, right? So yeah, so and jungle, think, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, jungle. And then and that's from Jamaicans in the UK too, which right. is like a couple steps from the right? Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's the only the only genre of music I can think of that's really done that in terms of actually spreading into new things. Right. I mean, punk is everywhere, but punk is punk. I mean, right. it's great, but it. A punk band in Poland probably doesn't sound that different from a punk band in Canada. Probably doesn't sound different from a punk band in the States or, or unless it's mixed with reggae. Unless it's mixed with reggae or, or Germany. You know, I've heard German punk bands the sound right. they could be from here. You know what I mean? It's, like, right. it's the same thing. Yeah. But reggae, yeah, it mutates and turns into these new things, which yeah. is. And I think that's what attracts me to electronic music as a whole too, right? Because I mean, in electronic music, you seem to continue to have that mutation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, people are developing different sounds. You know the. Uh, you know different ways of arranging the beats, yeah. you know, different rhythms, and and it seems to uh, you know be somehow different. You know from uh, you know if you speed up the beat, if yeah. you you know how what spin to the beat you put, uh, you know and you know the sort of vocal that you put in yeah. it. So so it's kind of quite interesting. And I guess it's still a fairly new genre in the scheme of things, right? So there's more wide openness to just experiment and take it in different ways, whereas other older genres you kind of set. This is what this is. This is the you so know, classic, you know, yeah. like jazz. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, jazz, you can do something crazy, but there's still a lot of compartmentalized parts of jazz. Like, you play this style of jazz or this style of jazz. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And yeah, electronic stuff goes like way, <laughs> way, way out. Um, I'm going to pick another song now. And uh, I did think of about 20 other reggae songs to play with the theme. But just because we're listening to a lot of reggae, now I'm going to change it up sure. and play something else. So one of my favorite songs uh, by Billy Bragg is called um, Help Save the Youth of America. I don't know if you're familiar with that song. but uh, I'm not. It'll be exciting to hear it. And it's funny because I actually came to it through Ska. <laughs> because um, there's a local artist called Greg Crow, And he did a cover of it on his solo album. And uh, I really liked his cover, and that made me kind of go back and listen to the original, which is not ska reggae in any way. It's a folk song, but it's a, a protest song, and it's um, it's very interesting lyrics lyrics wise, and uh, you know it's very political, and uh, it really kind of hold, it's from you know thirty some years ago, and it still seems very accurate to today's climate. So sure, it's a really cool song. Yeah, let's check it out. Inside, they're flying in the sun and that bum 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 till daddy takes the gun away. From the big church to the big river and out to the shining sea. This is the land of opportunity and there's a monkey trial on TV. Don't tell me the old, old story 
faithful girls Listen to the voice of the soldier Down in the killing zone Talking about the cost of living And the price of bringing him home They're already shipping the body bags Down below the Rio Grande But you can fight for democracy at home And not in some foreign land The incident at Chernobyl proves that where we're living is very small And the cities of Europe have burned before And they may yet burn again And if they do, I hope you understand that Washington will burn with them Omaha will burn with them Los Alamos will burn with them So that was Billy Bragg, and yeah, I really like the song. I mean, youth is in the title and everything, but I, I like the kind of, uh, I like the, the sort of tone of it, you know, like that America, like all, all these cities in Europe have gone through, Europe's gone through this shit over and over again, and America's kind of, you know, sort of in a daze, they don't realize what's going on, and eventually it's going to come around, and could happen to them as well if they're not paying Definitely. attention. Definitely, and it seems to be in Canada as well, actually. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever's happening in Ukraine today, you know, it seems like... A lot of people don't seem to care about it and don't seem to uh, to be too interested. But I do think that it definitely has many repercussions for us. And, for sure, yeah, yeah. and uh, may touch us still. We'll see how it goes. Well, especially because Canadians, like you know, on the whole, are are you know, a country of immigrants, right? I mean, everyone's from you know one or two generations back from wherever they're from, right? And it's kind of insane that people aren't paying attention to what's going on elsewhere because it's. I mean. You know, they're just one step removed from For sure. from what's happening in not necessarily just Europe, but people from everywhere. Middle East, you know, yeah, a lot yeah. of different Africa, Africa anywhere. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, you know, it was kind of a downer of a song, I guess, but it's, uh, I, I, I like it. It's, it's, it's important to speak about this stuff, for sure, yeah. right? And that's something that reggae does well, I think. That, uh, right. I mean, it's very opinionated genre music. Not that that was a reggae song. I mean, folk and punk do that as well very strongly but yeah for sure and uh, you know some people might not realize it but one of the tracks actually on, on the, the new album the in album especially in its original form uh, was uh, very much um, speaking kind of against or, or about the war in Iraq right? okay. so okay. so we, yeah definitely it's you know themes that are important to, to, to me at least and um, yeah so um, are you writing the lyrics of most of these, or uh, some of them? Yeah. yeah. So this one for sure. Yeah. 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 It's. Uh, I mean, it's 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 funny because reggae has a. I feel has a tendency to be either. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, there's a whole subgenre like lovers rock, which is just love songs, right? But then reggae has. I mean, even dancehall. You can get dancehall that's very just like about the club and everything, you know, right. and partying. But then you have the super super conscious stuff, which is like you know really really hitting you over the head with the. The, the, the message, the message yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the you know the, the the cool thing or the the but at the same time you know the problem with the with the song that I'm talking about is you know it's sort of associated um, the fact that Iraq lies in the old uh, you know land of Babylon, right? And, yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know that was the meaning behind the song. Yet you know just because Babylon features in a lot of uh, reggae songs, yeah. um, you know the the listener might might not be able to sort of connect it. Right, right. might not realize you're talking about a real actual that's right, current that's right, day. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. You know, if you, if you dig into it, you'll you'll discover that that yeah. theme in, in there, right? So yeah, definitely. 
We should listen to that song. Sure. Let's I'm just listen. not sure which version we'll pick. Let's okay, what's the title of it? It's uh, Babylon. Babylon, oh, okay, perfect, yeah. Freedom, freedom,
On, that's on the new record? That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very dubby. It's cool. Cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. like it. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, so, uh, we do have one more song left uh, to play, but uh, before we do that, um, we like to remind people where they can hear this this show, and we like to get our guests to tell people where they can hear their music. So, if someone you know listens to this episode of the show and wants to find out more about you and uh, listen to more of your stuff, what's the best way they can do that? So, best idea is probably to... Uh, To um, check us out um, on either SoundCloud or Facebook or even Twitter and then just, um, you know, dig further, right? Because, I mean, the sites are... We're trying to make the sites interconnected. Right. The biggest problem is to um, to punch in the, the name of the band correctly. So maybe I'll just spell it. Sure, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, we're called Hypernation or Hypernation, depending on how you pronounce it. Right, right. I'm okay with either way. Um, <laughs> I've learned to, to be okay with how people pronounce my last name. Right. I can extend it right. to the band name here. So Hypernation is pronounced H-Y-P-E-R-N-A-S-H-I-O-N. So yeah, yeah, join us on Facebook, on SoundCloud. And we actually do have a, our own label page as well. It's called Hyper Records. So Hyper and the records. The only problem is that the records is spelled with a Z at the end, okay. so okay. just put a little bit of a different spin on it, so www.hyperrecords.com. Is there a, what is the meaning behind the name of the group? Hypernation? Yeah. You know what, initially we kind of, um, we had a project, I had a project called Hi, Hibernate, Hi, oh my god, I have difficulty in pressing on um, hi- hibernation? Hibernation, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. I have been saying hibernation so many times that yeah. saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, hibernation yeah. is yeah. so hard now. And uh, somehow, you know, just hibernation, even though maybe it was okay for a punk yeah. punk rock band, yeah, it didn't seem to fit with a higher energy, you know, yeah. electronic yeah, yeah. music uh, project. So you just so changed this one. That became hibernation, yeah. right? Cool, okay. Okay, and I mean, if you're listening to this, I mean, a lot of the links to all of this will be up on our website too when we post the show, so people can find it Perfect. there. And uh, do you have anything coming up, uh, any shows or anything like that, or are you just kind of working on... Well, we probably will have a, a show coming up. Okay, so what we have coming up is, um, excited to sort of uh, let you guys know, um, if you're into the whole techno scene, uh, there is a remix by The Unity, that um, The Unity is a techno project techno artist from uh, Toronto and okay. um, we appreciate what he does and he was uh, nice enough to remix one of our tracks so oh, cool. that's coming up and excited to, to let you guys hear that and download it etc. Uh, we will have a, a live show coming up as a, as a label probably in, in the fall. Okay. Uh, we, do, we did uh, kind of an annual show which is called the Polish Music Exchange. Um, 
at different venues uh, in 2011, 12, and 13. We skipped a year last year, but we definitely hope to bring it back this year. So uh, yeah, stay tuned. Is that just your stuff, or is that other kinds of Polish music as well? Actually, we we do um, we kind of have it as sort of a semi mini festival kind of okay. atmosphere. So we usually have um, you know five to to eight different artists play. Okay. Um, yeah. So um, and. Uh, yeah, so, no, different people. Are there a lot of, uh, like, Polish-Canadian artists uh, around here? There's a few, yeah. there's a few. Um, yeah, and we did uh, historically bring people from, from elsewhere. Okay. Uh, for example, Macaron uh, from, from Montreal came in, and then the last time we did it was 2013. We got the Star Hunters, uh, another kind of connected band, I guess, uh, from Montreal as well. Okay. Um, so, um, and I think this year we plan to expand it a little bit and invite people, you know, groups from, you know, from non-necessarily Polish, right, right, uh, right, Polish right. background, invite some of the groups that we've uh, worked with, hopefully Pukona can join us, uh, um, you know, and some of the other kind of uh, cool. groups that we became friends with, so. Cool. Are, are, there, are there other Polish musicians in Winnipeg that you are particularly, I mean, that people may not know about? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't think the average... Canadian who is not Polish is going to necessarily be aware of what's going on in that particular community. Is there anyone else that, that you kind of... Well, in terms of the electronic kind of dance music stuff, so just been at a show um, on Saturday with two Polish DJs playing. Uh, um, Adam Adamantium uh, was um, DJing, was, uh, had a set, was kind of more, more hard, uh, hardcore, um, okay. hard style. Um, kind of uh, feel to it and uh, a friend of mine that worked with the Hypernation before Robby um, did play kind of a glitch hop mix so there's a few DJs cool. you know from Holland uh, The Unity came in from Toronto so, so that was exciting uh, other than that um, you know there's a band called Zadima who plays um, occasionally they're kind of blues rock kind okay. of group okay. um, and again this group is definitely connected with us because each of those guys did play on some hypernation stuff oh, cool. okay. you know yeah. at some point or another yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and usually they uh, you know they did play with us live sometimes but you know they do have their own show as well which is again more kind of classic blues rock kind of cool. feel to it um this there's adam Derek um, uh, Derek davda uh, Drake Da, he he plays some stuff. Uh, he's Polish. He did uh, some stuff at the French festival. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's a few, few people, people definitely. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Okay. Well, if people want to hear uh, more episodes of this show, uh, you go to witchpolice.com and you click on podcast. There's uh, 120 some other episodes. They're all for free download and streaming. Uh, all different types of music. I mean, we've got you know. Uh, lately, I've been trying to get as much reggae as I can because. You know, it's my personal interest, but I mean, we've got punk bands, we've got rappers, we've got country artists, we have, uh, you know, pretty wide-ranging things since it's been going on for a few years now. And that's all there for free. Uh, and you can also find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on SoundCloud, and all of that. And uh, you can hear our show on Monday nights at 11 on 101.5 UMFM in Winnipeg or umfm.com. If you're not here, you can just uh, tune in there. And those are older episodes that are kind of getting a, a second, second chance to be heard. And uh, we're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is just kind of a loose group of Winnipeg uh, podcasters and uh, DIY radio people just doing shows on you know various different topics. And the idea is that if you like this show, you go to the Garbage Hill site, there's maybe seven or eight other shows, you might like that. It's all about kind of sharing you know, a community of people doing this in a basement, in an apartment, wherever they're doing it, and uh, you know putting out independent radio. So we uh, definitely encourage people to check that out. Exciting. 
And we're gonna go on one more song. So what did you want to play? You said you were gonna play. Man, Israel. I'm like a little bit at last. I definitely want to play something by Israel okay. again, one of my favorite bands. Um, I think you know the first uh, track we played was Polish speaking. So but we use something that's you know bigger hit. Yeah, sure. And that's English speaking. So sure. uh, the band is, the song is called C I and I. Uh, hope you like it. It's from a 1991 um, album uh, that was yeah mixed in London, so it was pretty exciting and cool. Definitely enjoyed that album. Awesome. Well, let's check it out. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You teach me how to live You teach me how to live 